Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. And today we have a special guest whose name is Kayla, and she is absolutely amazing, who has a sole purpose to help introverted women really begin to own their own power. So thank you for tuning in and enjoy this wonderful conversation. Hello, I am here with Kayla Francis, who is a sole purpose-driven coach, helping introverted women really come into their own power, and I'm really excited to have her with us. She's going to share a lot of information about just how to overcome that doubt and fear and really honing into your intuition. So welcome, Kayla. Thank you, and I'm so happy to be here. Happy to have you. This is so exciting. So let's just, I just want to get to know you a little bit more. So how did you kind of get started on your journey to becoming who you are as this coach? Wow. um, It's such a long story. I was, I would say it was when I was 17 years old, where I started to get that tingling in my heart Mm -hmm. and my mind, where it's just like, you're going in a direction that may not be completely fit for you. But you know, I'm a 17 year old, so I'm not really thinking much about it. And then it was when I was 21 years old, and I'm getting ready, I'm sitting in my college dorm, getting ready to prepare for this huge, this major credential exam that is super important for my career field. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why am I doing all this? (laughs) It just, it was very overwhelming because I'm working towards something for four years and then you just realize, wow, this just does not feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course I continued anyway, cause I didn't really know if there was any other options and I entered into my career field. I got an, inter- uh, got a internship and then I ended up getting a job through that internship. And the whole time I'm just miserable. And I'm like, this is not where I'm meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I start seeking out other people who are going along this journey of coming out of where they feel like they're not meant to be. And I run into spiritual leaders and all these other coaches and people who are inspiring me. And I'm like, I can do this too. Why Mm -hmm. can I do this too? And so I reach out to a coach myself and I get, that's when I start my life purpose journey, trying to Mm -hmm. find my own purpose. And it kind of just started from there. And I am here today. Wow, I love that. What industry were you going into in your previous life? <laughs> health information management. Gotcha. Is, okay. Yeah, I thought I wanted to be in the healthcare field for a very long time. And then I realized this is just, it's not me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think probably what was maybe pulling you in that direction was just helping people. It sounds like you're really passionate about helping others. And maybe that seemed like the go-to at the time. Right. 
And mm-hmm. I can't lie and say I wasn't motivated by money as well. I was kind of <laughs> just, yeah, <laughs> I went into college looking at what are all the degrees where I can make some money? Um, oh, yeah. But definitely I looked into nursing and the healthcare field as a whole because I was like, I just want to help people. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was my only option, not realizing that there were so many more options out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what we all run into. Um like we're like I think like we look at everything as like all these labels like oh these are the boxes I have to choose from without even thinking outside of the boxes we're not aware that other things are possible so that's really awesome that you know even if you didn't know at the time it seemed like your soul kind of pulled you in that direction that would be more fulfilling right definitely Mm -hmm. did awesome so are you more of an introverted person yourself Yes, I am extremely introverted. You can ask anyone who knows me, I fit all of the characteristics. And (laughs) I'm just one of those introverts that I will let you know, I am introverted because I need that space. You know, I need that time to get my or I guess fill my tank back up. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I get it. I'm the exact same way. Like, and sometimes I can be you know, I'm very social. So it doesn't mean that I'm not like able to socialize, but I, I get so drained. So I'm like, mm-hmm. cool, loving the party. I got to go now. Otherwise I'm no good to anybody. And then I'll have yeah. to like be in my cocoon for like two months. And then I'm like, Hey guys, what's <laughs> up? And I know it's probably so annoying to people, but I'm like, look, this is how I balance life. Like, listen, I can only do but so much. <laughs> exactly. And some people just, they don't get it. And they don't realize that you have to set those boundaries or you're just Mm going to be a lump of a person. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just really hard to get through life and deal with other people when they don't understand that you need that time and that space to come Mm -hmm. back to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I know for even for me too, like being introverted and an empath, which goes hand in hand with that, it's like you're soaking up everybody else's energy and it's like now I'm taking on other people's stuff that's not even mine and I'm just I gotta go (laughs) right going crazy so when it comes to um like overcoming that doubt or overcoming that fear do you have any tips or just anything that you could share with us that will help us really be able to get to that space Yeah. So the main thing that worked for me was I really had to sit down with myself and really think about what was going on in my head. I had a lot going on up there and I've never stopped before to really think about what it all meant and why I was feeling the way that I was feeling. So just getting it all down on paper and talking to other people helped me a lot. I got rid of a lot of stories and beliefs that I thought about myself. I used Mm -hmm. to I still, you know, mainly identify with my personality, but I used to let that overtake me and be like, oh, no, I'm too shy. I'm too introverted to do this. I can't do that. Only Mm -hmm. people with this type of personality can do that. And so I kind of just had to get out of my head and realize, no, you can do anything you want to do. You just may have to take a different path to get there or do what someone else may be able to do. Um, So really just getting rid of that extra noise, mind clutter and recreating your stories. Mm -hmm. which is not always easy because, you know, Mm -hmm. those are things that we build up from when we're very young. And depending on how old you are, that's very many years. Um, And then the second thing I would just say is to take action. 
even if you're very scared, go with it. Just take that action. And once you start something, you'll start to realize, oh, this wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And also differentiating between fear and excitement, which I think mm. some people do get confused. You know, just because you get those jitters or the butterflies in your stomach and you feel like you're going to die in that moment, it may mm. not necessarily be fear. It could also be that you're very excited and that's your soul's way of saying, go ahead, do it. This is an exciting thing. This is great for you. Please do it. <laughs> mm, I really like that. I've, I actually haven't heard that before. So that's really interesting. I like that. Is there like any way I can kind of tell the difference between like, is it a good thing or is like, no, don't go forward? Mm -hmm. So I would say that's when the taking action comes into play. Mm -hmm. You have to actually do something in order to tell whether it's the right thing or not. So if you're Mm -hmm. afraid of doing something and you take that action and you still feel like, wow, I did this and this is horrible. I don't ever want to do this again. This is not for me. Then don't do it. If that's mm-hmm. what your soul is telling you and you really feel bad about it after taking the action, don't do it. There's no need for you to continue something that makes you uncomfortable. But if you go forward with it, you take that action, you're like, oh, my God, I feel great. This wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Then that means it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. So kind of just letting your emotions guide you. Right. Mm-hmm. I really like that. And then when it comes to, like, say, for instance, intuition, I know sometimes people get trained to not listen to their intuition, which we all know Mm -hmm. intuition is something that we all come with. Um, But for someone that's not very in tune with their intuition, or they're like, I don't know if it's just my own mind, or if I'm just making stuff up, or is it really my intuition? Like, how can you tell the difference between any of those options? Yeah, that was something I definitely struggled with as well. Mm -hmm. And what I was advised to do was to make sure that I'm taking that time every day to work on tapping into my intuition. So for me, that's meditating. I meditate at least 30 minutes a day and I don't, that's a non-negotiable for me. I have to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so once I'm in that meditative state and I have things come to me, it's easier for me to realize, okay, yeah, this is actually my intuition. And in a way, imagination and intuition are kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't always think that it's something that's made up in your head. It mm-hmm. could be something that it could actually be your intuition and in which you think is imagination. Um, mm-hmm. So anytime you get a nudge or something that you just feel, you feel it in your heart, but you're not really sure you know, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this? I say go with that nudge. Mm -hmm. Because usually most of the time, your intuition will be correct. Mm -hmm. And so I would say for anyone who's not, it doesn't have a meditation ritual or some type of self care ritual where they can really get in tune with themselves. I would say start doing that and writing in your journal, anything that comes up during Mm -hmm. those meditative states, and keeping track of that. Mm hmm. I totally agree. And I think the biggest thing for me is to make sure that you have a really good relationship with yourself, like just knowing yourself really well. Uh, Because I would find myself in situations where I'm like, I know that's not right for me. But then over time, over time, like, I'll start kind of tricking myself into being like, but that's what I want, or that looks like what I want. 
So then I start, you know what I mean? And then it's yeah. like, uh-uh, no, go back to the beginning. Just go back to the <laughs> beginning. <laughs> that first thought you had that was not good, remember that one. Not all this other stuff that you're tricking yourself into thinking mm-hmm. is good. <laughs> yeah. That's when your mind starts to come in and you completely avoid or ignore what your heart was telling you. Mm-hmm. Yep. It will so never hard. fail you. I know. Yep. Especially when the mind jumps in like a little too quickly, like right <laughs> after you're like, this isn't a good idea. It's like, yeah, but then it's like, oh, yep. no, which one was it? I don't remember. <laughs> All the ifs and buts. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, but that's really good information to just connect with yourself on a regular basis, not just when you're feeling worried, but like all the time, that makes it easier to connect, I think. I think they said it's about 21 days of doing something before you make it a habit. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think it took me 21 days, but I do believe in keeping consistency in order Mm -hmm. to make something a habit. Cause now I'm like, if I don't meditate, I'm like, what is going on? There has to be something wrong. Mm. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's something I stick to every single day. Mm -hmm. Do you have like, do you find your meditation to be better in the mornings or evenings or just when you feel pulled to do it? I do both. So Mm -hmm. when I'm driving in the morning, I have on a meditation. I can't put on one, you know, that's, that can put me to sleep because obviously I'm driving, but I put on one (laughs) that has like really fast music. Okay. Almost like pumps me up for the morning to get me, get my day started. Mm -hmm. And then at night I do breath work and then I do a meditation to help me sleep. Mm, and if I do feel like I want to do one just in the moment I will because why not Mm -hmm. yeah I mean why don't restrict yourself you know Mm -hmm. that's good and how long have you been doing meditation um on and off for years but as far as sticking to it every day I'd say it's probably been about a year of actually sticking to it consistently Mm -hmm. that's good yeah. yeah, I know we can like kind of get in a groove of things and then like something comes in and does a little switch up on us and then we're like all thrown off. We drop our routines and it's like, oh, get back, get back to what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, that can be hard when something throws you off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So how long have you been doing coaching? That has been about a year as well. Nice. Okay, so was this like before the pandemic or shortly after it started? It was, I would say, oh gosh, let me remember. I would say shortly after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when it's really needed, I'm sure. Oh yeah, that's when a lot of people kind of hit that pause button and then reset and like, okay, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. They were put in a situation where it was unexpected. Mm -hmm. No one expected this. And when you're not used to something and it's all different, it's our new normal, Mm -hmm. it can go let or it can cause people to go crazy Mm -hmm. and start rethinking things and realizing maybe this isn't the life that I want to return to. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people were just like, what do I do now? Where do I go? I feel very lost and thrown off. Mm -hmm. And it was a a hard situation. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, 
I think even for introverts, it could be a little bit challenging. But for the most part, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. this is great. <laughs> I have to admit, I enjoyed it too. <laughs> like, I don't have to pretend anymore. <laughs> so I've actually, uh, I mean, for the most part, um, I spent a lot of time with myself anyway. So it wasn't, it wasn't that hard for me to adjust. Um, but at the same time, it gets really repetitive when you're in the house or you're seeing the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I think that was what was starting to get to me. But it took a long time for me to get to that space. But it got it got to that space at one point because I was like, OK, I think I'm losing my mind now. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also when you're staring at the computer screen all day. It's like, what else do you have to do when you're home all day besides watching TV, being on the computer, doing work or whatever you're doing on your computer, um, your phone, just so many people were stuck behind these screens, which is not good for us. Exactly. Um, So I know personally, I was taking walks a lot more than I usually do just to get out. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's been like my saving grace is like, just go outside 20 minutes, 30 minutes, however long to reset because nature Mm -hmm. is the resetter for sure definitely Mm -hmm. it's beautiful too because i live in florida so the weather is not always bad it's not always cold so it's nice out here and then you can get to like the beach what part of the is it like more south or north we're central so central Central, florida okay. Mm -hmm. okay yeah so you're good shoot (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm on vacation now. Like, this is nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was just nice to just not have to feel obligated to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And a lot of things were closed. I'm like, okay, I don't have to make up any excuses. Yep. The only one, (laughs) oh, I'm sorry, I have to cancel because blah, 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 come up with any excuse. (laughs) Just like, no, it's the pandemic. We have to stay inside. I'm sorry. Right. Shelter in place, shelter in place. Exactly. I can't go out. I'm I can't do this. So, yeah. Probably shouldn't be admitting all this, but it no, is what it is. It's, it's the truth. And I think more people than most of us feel this way, honestly. <laughs> um, just I, I just think it's challenging sometimes just working with so many other energies. And what I'm interested in is seeing what's going to happen after when things try to go back to normal. I'm actually more nervous about that than staying in the house. Yeah. I think right now things are pretty much getting back to normal. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of things are opened and people, I would say about 50% of people are wearing masks, 50% are not. I hear a lot Mm -hmm. of people are getting the vaccine. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm just not sure how it's going to be for the younger generations. That'll be interesting to see how they grow up with this whole new normal. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. It will be very interesting. Mm -hmm. So um, I think when people have to start going back to work full, like, you know, normal, I think that's going to be interesting for the people that have been, you know, at home most of the time. I think that's just going to be like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah, going from working from home to actually having to be in the office is a huge uh, difference. Yes, huge, huge. Just like having to reconform again. And mm-hmm. 
All right, I'm not going to think about that. It's called anxiety. <laughs> so with working with some of your clients, is there anything like a consistent pattern that you've noticed throughout the people you're working with that they constantly like kind of struggle with or what they seek the most help in? Hmm, that's a really good question. Um, I would say it has to come down to all of the obligations they feel like they have to uphold mm. and all of the, well, I should be doing this and I'm expected to do this. And um, also not wanting to do something because of judgment. Mm. Um, so I guess mm -hmm. which kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. Um, they want to follow a certain path because this is what is expected of them, mm -hmm. which is also something that I really struggled with, which is why I ended up where I did before. And so I kind of have to remind them that this is your life. This is no one else's life. Mm -hmm. So even though other people are expecting you to go a certain way, to do certain things, to act a certain way, that is not really going to be good for you in the long run. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think also dealing with the judgment that comes from other people, they kind of just have to remember that you can't control what other people do. Mm -hmm. And you, no matter what you do, people are always going to talk, people are always going to judge you for something. Mm -hmm. So it's better for you to just be completely confident in what you have going on mm -hmm. and kind of shed that worry when it comes to other people. Mm -hmm. And realize that as long as you're showing up in a way where you're confident and you realize, yes, this is my soul aligned path. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is my mission here right now. And you stick to that. I don't feel like anyone can break you down. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like anyone's judgment can really be a big deal. Because mm -hmm. you, you can even look at celebrities. Um, certain people, I don't know if celebrities are the best example for when it comes to like soul centered stuff. But just thinking about how, like, the higher you get, the more popular you get, having to deal with all those people coming at you, blah, 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 blah. But they have their end goal, mm -hmm. and they stick to it. And so all that extra chatter doesn't really matter. And you don't know who these people are. Mm -hmm. So it does become harder when you know the people and it's more personal, and that's when you have to get rid of that toxicity, set boundaries. And if you have to get rid of some people out of your life, then that's just what it has to be. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, I think that's one of the things that keeps us stuck is not necessarily the other people, but our attachment to them or the roles we play in their lives. Yeah. So it's like, well, I've always been like this, like this is what has been comfortable, even if it's technically uncomfortable for you but that's just what you've kind of boxed yourself into um I, and I like to look at it sometimes as like okay is anybody gaining off of you not shining and that always fires me up like you know what yeah, no uh-uh <laughs> <laughs> you're not about to wait a minute hold up <laughs> let me what am I doing like this is this is this is about me right now. You know what I mean? I think subconsciously we're taught to be like this servant or just serve, you know, everyone else and to 
be giving towards others and to have that kindness and to be, um, you know, just that selfless type of energy. And that's Mm -hmm. totally fine when you are in your purpose. You know what I mean? Because I think what we have to remember is that when regardless of whatever energy you're in, people are going to benefit from it regardless. So if you're going to be in this higher energy, your purpose, your calling, that naturally will will help serve without you having to compromise yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think as women as well, we deal with that pressure a lot more. Mm-hmm. We're expected to just bow down to other people mm-hmm. and be selfless, like you said. And, you know, sometimes we have to put our foot down. You know, that's why some women, they get paid less than men, even though they're doing mm-hmm. the same exact job because they're too afraid to speak up. And yeah. I totally get that, like being afraid to speak up. But at the same time, if we don't step up and ask for what is it that we feel like we're, we deserve, then we will continue to get stepped on. Mm-hmm. And the whole goal is, as a collective, is to have everyone at the same level. You know, if you're doing the same thing as some other person, whether you're male or female should not matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I totally get it because um, sometimes it could be that you're doing even more work. Um, even if the result or the outcome might look the same, it might have required for you to put in more energy or more thought or you know, putting more of yourself into whatever it is that you're doing, even though that's not necessarily seen, but you're feeling it. Mm -hmm. So I totally agree with you on that. Like, don't, don't shortchange yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. 100%. What advice do you have for, aside from like meet more of the like soul purpose, the spiritual calling. Let's just say everyday life. Let's say I'm working this job. It's not my calling, but I still have <laughs> to work it right now. While I'm working mm-hmm. on the calling, I got to work this job right now. I still have to, you know, engage and interact and um, just live like, you know, the everyday life. Do you have any tips for just being, you know, in that centered energy aside from it being spiritual, just in the everyday kind of energy. Okay. Well, I will say it's very hard for me to move away from okay. spiritual, but I will say something that I feel like is tangible for everyone is gratitude. Yes. Showing gratitude for where you are, because it mm-hmm. could be a lot worse. And obviously I don't want to downplay anyone's struggles. We all have our struggles and right. someone struggles, you know, I don't want to compare them, but I do want to say, If you are in a situation that you absolutely cannot get out of or it won't be easy to get out of, showing Mm -hmm. gratitude for where you are is the best situation. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, if you are going to be there, why be miserable? Mm -hmm. And I am the first person that will tell you when I was at a job that I did not like, I was super miserable and it was hard to focus on anything. Mm -hmm. But once I remembered, this job is helping me get to where I want to be. So I'm going to be grateful for this. This Mm -hmm. job is helping me build my business. This job is helping me get my certifications. This job is willing to work with my schedule. I have a flexible schedule, so I'm able to, okay, so this hour to this hour I'm at work. And while I'm at work, if I don't, if I'm not busy, I can work on this. 
uh, publish a new article, you know, whatever I need to do once I go home, I'm, I can completely put my full focus on my business. Um, I would also say having something to look forward to. So mm-hmm. let's say you're at a job that you cannot stand and you know, once you go home, once you leave that job, what do you have to look forward to? What are you working towards? Are you going to try to find a new job? Are you going to start a business? What is it that you can be like, okay, I'm here right now, but I'm working towards this. Mm-hmm. And so being grateful for where you are, staying grounded, and then figuring out an exit plan. If you don't like something, you are totally capable of getting out of it. And there's always a will. Once there's a will, there's always a way. So, mm-hmm. you know, work towards something. Don't just sit there be miserable and kind of, (laughs) I guess, sit in your misery, start working towards something that can get you out of that so that when you do wake up every day, you love where you're going, you love what you're doing, and you can help other people in the process. Mm -hmm. I love that advice. I think that's so good because that happens so often where um, we kind of get stuck in this loop of kind of the illusion, so to speak, of our everyday lives where we're feeling the stress, we're feeling um, anxious, maybe we're feeling frustration, and that will pull your energy away from even tapping into your spiritual calling because you just feel so stressed. Mm -hmm. So I really like that. And that's something that I also had to incorporate recently where I was like in this vicious loop where I kept focusing on like, this is not working. This is not, oh, now this is happening. Oh, now that I can't take it, you know? And so like just coming to a space of acceptance for, you know, the current, you know, what do I have and being grateful for that kind of broke up that energy. And like, I really, really like what you said about, you know, having that exit plan, because when you do run into stressful situations, it's not beating you down anymore. It's fueling you up to get to the end goal faster. So that was awesome. I really loved all of that. Yeah, I would just say, you know, focus on that end goal. Mm-hmm. Don't focus on what it is that you don't like because you'll just keep attracting more of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. You really, really will. So that's good. And it, it takes work sometimes. Like when you're in the middle of it and you feel it, it just feels like everything's just going wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that's that trap and that cycle. That's that trap. It negativity. is such a trap. Yeah, it's such a mental trap. And it can be kind of hard to get out of sometimes. Um, Even for me, I know better. I know all this stuff. But sometimes when it's like, hit after hit after hit, like you keep getting hit with multiple, like, you know, you ever run into those situations where it's like, one bad thing happens, or one not so pleasant thing happens. And it's like, okay, and then you just keep getting hit. And it's like, what is this? Like, why am I in this streak of just like, what is going on? Like, I'm trying to be positive, but Mm -hmm. well, you don't realize it sometimes it's Mm -hmm. you're attracting it, you're internally attracting that negativity. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you're not going to be positive 100% of the time. I don't think you know, that's not normal. No, Um, the thing is just to (laughs) become aware of when you're in that negative trap, and Mm -hmm. then work towards getting out of it or changing something there's something that needs a change yeah exactly and I think 
that's the key is realizing that something's not working. It's time to pivot or adjust or realign versus being like, it's just not working, you know? Mm -hmm. So I like that. So when it comes to like, um, doubt, I want to go a little bit more on that. Um, and I know that's something that women deal with probably more often, um, is just doubting yourself, doubting your own power. Do you have any tips to kind of help with overcoming that? Yes. Okay. So I would say doubt and imposter syndrome are kind of similar. Mm -hmm. And that is something I have dealt with my whole freaking life, even though I've accomplished so much. If you look on paper and look at everything I've done, Mm -hmm. I've accomplished a lot. And people tell me that all the time, especially for my age. But yet I still have that thing in my mind where I'm like, I'm not good enough to do this. Mm -hmm. There's no way I could do this. No one's going to listen to me. No one's going to trust me. Who am I? Mm -hmm. And that comes up all the time. And I feel like no matter how successful you get, you're always going to doubt yourself. Mm -hmm. And so for me, what helped was instead of looking for all the evidence on why I can't do something, Mm -hmm. I look for the evidence on why I can Mm -hmm. So what I started doing, and I actually just recently started doing this, is I started tracking everything that I do. And I keep my calendar. Mm -hmm. I write down everything that I do for the day. I write down any successes. Um, um, Yeah, I would say just that. I write down everything that I do and anything that I would consider a win. Mm -hmm. And then I keep those calendars. I keep anything that I write down, any notes, even the scribble scrabble that I have. And I look over it. And I look back at it every single day to say, wow, you did this. Mm. You can check this off. You did this. You accomplished this. You did this. Mm. No one else. You did this. And I have to keep saying that you did this. You did this. You did this. Because it doesn't feel real sometimes. Mm. Because I'm like, how the heck did I do that? Mm -hmm. Am I really this person? (laughs) And so I would recommend for other people to just track your wins or even go back and look at what did you accomplish Stop looking for what it is that you're not good at and either improve yourself at those things or bring up what it is that you have done. What are you good at? What are your strengths? Mm -hmm. And then once you start owning your strengths, your doubt will just fade. Mm -hmm. It's not going to go away forever. Mm -hmm. So we're always going to doubt ourselves no matter what we do. Mm -hmm. But once that doubt starts coming up, look for the evidence for why you're good at something. Mm -hmm. Because I, we've all, I mean, especially when you're as, an, even kids, I was going to say as an adult, but even kids have accomplished something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, let's just stop beating ourselves up and having compassion for ourselves instead and realizing even if we're not good at something right now, we can learn, we can improve. No one has to be perfect overnight mm-hmm. and you're probably never going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I love that. And that's so funny you say that because I I literally just, well, I used to do tracking more frequently and then I took a break and I've just started getting back into tracking. Like it is so incredibly on points, universe working. Um, Like (laughs) I'm like, I literally just made a progress tracker notebook like yesterday. So um, you're absolutely correct. And I think that we fall into that trap as well. Maybe I'm sure it's from some type of um, 
conditioning or programming that you know you're told to like okay don't whatever it is just you know don't outshine so and so or okay that's enough stop you know and so um I think that's great to not focus on the evidence that you're not good enough but focus on the evidence that you are good enough and anything you do need to improve just improve it instead of like kind of victimizing yourself or um putting yourself in that mental prison to be like well I just can't do it because <laughs> you can <laughs> like we're totally capable mm-hmm. um of so much more so I love that it's so good especially when you really want to do something mm-hmm. but it's just that doubt holding you back yes. and it's like oh my god if that's all that's holding you back we need to work on that mm-hmm. Let's move past this. Let's figure out where this doubt is coming from. And let's figure out what are your strengths right now? And where do we have what do we have to do to get you to this point where you will stop doubting yourself and realize you are capable? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's just it's so true. Uh, and then sometimes it's helpful to not necessarily compare but to just look and see what other people have done. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I find myself looking at a range of different examples of maybe something I'm working on and I see things and I'm like, I can do that. Or Mm -hmm. I'll see things like, well, that looks really good. How can I do that? Or what? They got like a million (laughs) something views from this. Like, are you serious? Like, so I think sometimes you have to get out of your own head a little bit and just see that things are very possible. Um, Because, I mean, if you thought of it, if it came in your mind, then it deserves to be explored. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And there's always a way, you know, even if you have to get the help from other people or just, you know, I don't know what it takes for every situation, but I know I have this mindset that mindset that there's always a way and I'm going to figure out a way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And sometimes it's good to do things that you don't have any expectations for. Just, just something fun. Mm. Just, 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 you're not setting any outcomes or expectations. There's, it's just something for yourself um, to give yourself a little bit of that freedom to be creative, to take pressure off yourself. And just by doing something every day, you realize like, wow, I did that. Because yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, that's how I got started with podcasting. Like I was like, I got a mic to do um, voiceovers for commercials because I was thinking more from a money standpoint. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, oh, well, I know that, you know, people make a lot of money doing this. And so I started doing that. And I was like, hmm, let me try out this podcast thing. Let me just make some, let me just talk about things I'm passionate about. And I just started doing it. And then it just, it was just something I did. I didn't even care about lessons. I didn't care about anything. I was like saying it to my mom, be like, what do you think of this? Like, <laughs> I did not care at all. And then when I started seeing like um, other listeners, I was like, okay, my mom is not in Greece. So that's totally somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just started getting more inspired to just keep going. And I just haven't quit ever since it's been almost a year. So sometimes just do something that just sounds like a good idea, but you're not like, okay, I'm going to do this to make a lot of money. And you just mess everything up that way sometimes. That's when the pressure comes on Mm -hmm. and you start to overthink things and it's not as fun and you want to live a life that's fun, Mm -hmm. adventurous. And I just love that you said you got inspired after you saw you had this other audience member who was not your mom. (laughs) (laughs) I think looking for what keeps you motivated and inspired is one of the best things you can do for yourself because you'll keep going. Even when that doubt creeps in, you'll keep going. And then it just becomes a part of you. It's not even, it just becomes like second nature. It's not even something like, okay, I think I should do this. It's just it's just a part of your daily life at that point. Mm-hmm. You just keep doing it over and over again. It's just, it's like drinking water or going for a walk, you know? Yeah, new habits. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yep. So this is a really good conversation. And I know that your clients have valued you. I'm sure that they're learning a lot. They're transforming. How can other people reach out to you or find you? Yeah, so you can go to my website, Mm soulalignedintrovert.com. And I do mainly work with introverted women, but if you are extroverted and you feel like you're someone who's feeling lost, unfulfilled, disempowered, then you can definitely reach out to me and I can see how I can help you. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have an Instagram, so you can go to at soulalignedintrovert. And my DMs are always open. So if you have any questions or if you just want to talk about anything, you can find me there. Nice. Awesome. Well, I really enjoyed this conversation. Is there anything else you want to share just to finish off or any message for the day or anything like that? I would say if you are sitting here or sitting listening to this right now, and you feel like you are relating to this conversation and you feel like, wow, I think this is me that they're talking about and I am not following my soul. Mm -hmm. I think you need to go ahead and follow your soul. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So reach out to me. And I don't mean just as to be a client, but just if you just want to have conversation, Mm -hmm. you just want to ask questions and, you know, see, ask me more about my journey, or if you want to see how I can help you or just anything you have that pops up into your mind. um, Cause you're feeling like you can relate to this conversation, then you can always reach out to me. Um, I say, go with your gut, go with your heart, go with your soul and always listen to that. Always trust that because it's the best, the best advisor when it comes to your own self. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to other people, get rid of the clutter, get rid of all that messiness that we tend to accumulate in our heads from when we're children and realize that your intuition is your best cheerleader. And I know sometimes our fear and our doubt will creep up and, It's there to protect us, but sometimes you have to say, thank you, fear, but I do not need you right now. Mm -hmm. This is not going to hurt me. It's not going to kill me. This is something that I need to do for my best self and my highest good. So go with your gut, go with your soul. And of course, if you need any guidance at all, you can reach out to me. And I want to thank Lindsay for having me on her podcast. This is amazing. I had so much fun. And I want to thank her for just allowing me to come on here and speak to her audience. Aw, awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your soul with us, Kayla. You're awesome. You're amazing. I can't wait to see 
how far you're going to go with this. I'm sure you're going to be extremely successful. So thank you so much for sharing all of what you shared today. It was no problem. Absolutely. Have a good rest of your day. You as well. Thank you.